Yeah, in old they go to the beach that makes you old. In the kissing booth three, they go to the beach that makes you worse. <laughs> like, okay, but genuinely, Lauren, you have a kid has the personality of L. Evans. Are you being a loving mother in this situation? <sighs> Be honest. Mm, I don't think I can love that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on One Star. Hello, Little Dippers, and welcome to another episode of One Star Bad Movie Podcast, where we talk about bad movies with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Quinn. <laughs> Mine would have been. And why is everyone coming at me? <laughs> um, today is. It, it, you finish. <laughs> Today's a sad day. I I feel joy personally. It's it's the end of an era. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, um, but we are reviewing the last Kissing Booth movie. I think we feel how Jacob Elordi feels, which is like, I'm finally free. Just a major, like, we'll talk about it, obviously, but Jacob throughout this entire movie is so phoning it in, it's not even funny. I, I, he's not in this movie that much. I respect him for it. That was not a a diss at all. It, at the, it, I think he like negotiated his way out of being in a lot of scenes because it felt like he's not in the movie as much as the other two. We kept making so I watched this movie with like um, two of my friends who I I watched the second one with. We just kept making jokes that it was just like even like at the end when they like were all making them look older and more you know whatever. Um, it was just like, <laughs> Jacob was just like, no, you're not doing anything to me. and i i think like they filmed the two back to back because he was like i'm not coming back (laughs) yeah this is it um i will not come back for another day of filming (laughs) like in the script he was actually supposed to wear the wario costume but he he was was actually i'm not putting that on and they just included that instead they were just like all right i guess we need to make this a plot point He says, I guess you we have can me set up a conflict, days, and that's all the filming I will do. I know, like there was like, or we kept thinking like he just wasn't in scenes and stuff like that. It was like it's just because he was like, I'm not, no, I'm not coming there. I'm not, I'm not leaving back. my trailer. <laughs> just, <laughs> they're in because they film all this in like South Africa for no reason at all. <laughs> so he's probably like, no, I'm just gonna hang out. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a like a. Safari cruise. You guys have fun. He literally didn't even care enough to like do a good American accent anymore. <laughs> and not even like the first one was even that great. But like literally, just by the third one, he's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel bad for him because at the same time, I know he's free, but at the same time, it is now my life's mission to make become powerful enough in Hollywood. To blacklist every single person that was involved in the Kissing Booth movies. I from, feel like... From him, from the director, to, like, the sound guys. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you, too. Yeah, I don't care that you were just following orders. Molly Ringwald? You know who else did? The Nazis. <laughs> oh, stop. 
You're all guilty of the war crime. You're all gone. Something... I feel like... I, f- I don't know. I feel like we need to spare him. Nope. Because he's Can't just so unhappy. And me and... Well, as we were watching it... um, I kind of, like... <laughs> Me and my friends, as we watched this third one, we were, like, convinced that that was a PR relationship. He never dated Joey King. He would never. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that either. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. It's like, you wanted to be famous that bad, you shined onto the first shitty little movie that was offered you, and now you have to live with the consequences of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care. Um, I just, I feel like in every scene, he just, in his head, was just like, money, money. Money, 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 money. It's like Vincent, what's his name? Martello, I think. Marcello, Vince Marcello, my new least favorite director. Did he direct these? Yes, he did. All three of them. He wrote them too, which we'll need to, we need to, we'll get into his writing more than his directing later. But Mm. like the word, I can't, I have trouble articulating how mad I was watching this one. Is it the worst? I think so. Of I didn't the know three? it could be worse. Yeah. I, I, you know, far and beyond think that this is the worst one of the three. You didn't think it was possible, but it is. I, every time, and like I said during our um, March badness episode, I thought two was worse than one. Three is worse than two. It got mm-hmm. progressively worse, but I feel like one and two can be comparable this one is just soaring way above them in levels of badness. Would this finally be in con- uh, competition with Swiped? I think it could. I think this is like the number one contender that could it knock might be. Swiped yeah. out of its. Because I can still say crown. for certain, like just on like a basic shots and editing level, Swiped is worse. I was not as angry watching Swiped as I was angry watching this. Yeah, the the level of like of film technique, I guess you could say, um, on the t- sheer technical aspect, Kissing Booth Three is better than Swiped. I would I but, would dare say if but like which technical aspect? If we're talking screenplays, no, we're not. This might be we're one not. of the worst. If we're talking editing, because how how do you as an editor make we're, this we're, we're two talking hour movie simple feel setup. shorter or feel longer <laughs> than watching like a nine season series all in one night i feel like i could do that quicker than it took me to watch this movie a nine i could watch nine seasons of a television show nine before seasons? i could finish this movie i'm being 100 percent serious this is the longest <laughs> movie i've ever seen i there was a moment where i'm like this movie's over like this is the conclusion okay and then we just kind of were like how much is left and our friend like paused it and there was a half hour more it's absurd like, how in the world and, and we complained about that for the, the other two i remember this yeah. is even longer i don't I know how they do it they've gotten progressively longer i don't know how they do it how 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 is there this much content and the fact that both all three of them include montages where we skip through a whole bunch of plot all three of them do. A whole month. <laughs> it could be so much more. <laughs> it's maddening. So I, this guy. I think step one, you cut down the go kart scene. <laughs> Don't even include it, really. But uh, the, arguably, that's the sole point that's even vaguely enjoyable. 
It's too long. Okay, do you want... I was going to say this guy can't write movies. But do you know what other two movies he's written? No. Teen Beach Movie. Really? He wrote Teen Beach Movie. Both of them? Yeah. And he wrote the screenplays for these. Yeah, and then he moved on to writing and directing for Kissing Booths. So maybe it is him as a director where the issue pops up. It's when he has soul soul control. <laughs> he needs he needs someone to edit him. Yeah, when it's his entire vision, that I think that's when it gets bad. <laughs> no, because uh, even if there's someone like a no in the room for the kissing booth, they're still not good. There's there's no there's scenario no... where these are good. It's like, I have a lot to say about this movie, but at the same time, it leaves me speechless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. I just saw on the Wikipedia, they were shot back to back. Yeah. We knew that. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> we talked about that on the second one because they announced the third one and released like a teaser, like immediately after the release of the second one. Oh, and yeah. We knew at the time that they filmed both. And that's why she still has wigs. We'll get Can to we the talk- <laughs> We will. Um, we always wings. talk about the history we have of a movie before we talk about it. Um, obviously, this whole podcast is the history of me and you's relationship with the kissing booth. We are fatefully and forever entangled with the kissing booth. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just what I thought was a great starting movie and I didn't think it would be a franchise but here we are three years later <laughs> um yeah cause this is the third kissing booth uh, means that this is the third anniversary of our podcast aww so, that's sweet that's, that's cute. nice it is so that's that's the history our very first episode was the first kissing booth anything else to say before we now let's dig in and get upset <laughs> So, so this, I think we should start suddenly, just like this movie. I think um, just to get a feel for the movie, I think everyone should right now put this podcast on twice the speed. <laughs> but also, you need to put it on twice the speed, but somehow you also have to make it last seven hours. Yeah, just, but somehow make it a longer experience. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, of course, a kissing movie... A kissing booth movie cannot begin without a voiceover explanation of things by uh, our hate, our hated enemy, Joey King. Joey, Joey, Joey. I saw people, like, I saw some letterbox reviews that were like, I'm happy that Joey and Jacob are finally free. I'm like, why are you happy for Joey? What goodwill has Joey possibly occurred? And she is not, she fucking loves these movies and you can tell i know with the little that's why they're like little blooper reel at the end jacob or lordy was not in a single clip he was in one and it was like one where he they were like i don't know i think he was just kind of laughing at i don't i don't know it was like one of the things that like they like ran off weird and he was laughing that was it Mm-hmm. He w- he wasn't laughing at anything else anyone else did, <laughs> um, yeah. and I think that's like um, 
Well, you were saying that the crew is also very responsible for the torture that these these movies because they're laughing along at these bloopers. So, what I I think they enjoy Joey King and Joel Courtney's humor, which is apparently mostly just burping. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) and. And, like, they were, like, laughing along, and it's like, I bet they are the most obnoxious people to work with in the world. I just stumbled on humongous news. What? Are you sitting down? Yes. I need, I need you to be sitting down for what I'm about to tell you. Joey King. Was... No. I'm her scared. talent agent is... Dan Spilo, a.k.a. the man who was kicked off Survivor for sexual <laughs> harassment. Do I feel bad for Joey King? <laughs> she could have left him. You can leave your agent anytime you want. That is a good point. That is a good point. I'm shaking right now. Let's take a moment of silence. (laughs) I can't believe this. I don't even know what to say. Because remember, she was at that one season finale of Survivor. Oh my god, you're right. Remember that? Yeah. So that means she knows, too. Wow. Oh. This is huge. Yeah, to stay with him after that scenario. I know. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. I'm, and our, our distaste for, for Joey King, um, nothing to do with, I don't know. It has everything to do with the fact she sucks. Yeah. She's a horrible actor. Be good at your job and I won't hate you. How about that? Oof, okay. I have nothing I have nothing to say about that news. I think I just need to I just need to sit with it. Just shattering your world a little bit. Did we know that and just forgot? No, I just saw that. I don't I think we would have that I would have remembered that. That's crazy. Fucking Joey. Anyway, sorry for completely derailing. At least that makes me feel better that most likely Survivor did not invite her to the reunion. And she was just there. Well, I mean, it was it was when she was like a kid kid, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so before he got on. so But maybe she pulled a string to get him on, and now look what happened. Just... <laughs> We'll move on. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can't say anything else about that. Uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, oh, I was just talking about how their bloopers aren't funny. They're not funny. They, I'm sure their characters in real life are... Or their characters in the movie are just like them in real life. And bo- I would hate being around... At either of them. Oh, this looks like a miserable set. Um, just because 
I think this L Evans and at least from those bloopers, seemingly Joey King, suffer from what I would describe as the Gen Z problem, which is the single thing that I think makes so many Gen Z people totally unbearable, is their, like, utter conviction that they're the first person ever to live. (laughs) And the fact that they think everything they do is special, everything they do is unique, everything they do has never been done before. Like, the main character syndrome makes people fucking annoying. That's what it is. Yeah, and that's Elle Evans to the T. She thinks she's important. She's the least important person to ever live. Yeah, you're it. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have nothing to add. <laughs> so if anything, this maybe this is a critique of Gen Z. <laughs> it's definitely not. Because, yeah, again, it no. thinks Elle Evans is good. It thinks she's endearing. It thinks you want her to be happy. You want none of the things. No, I want her my dream scenario is that rachel marco and who's the chloe chloe they go off and be a thruple or something (laughs) see i i don't even have goodwill for them anymore honestly you signed on for the third movie you lost it for me and honestly chloe by the end of it will get there but I, I did write down... I think I wrote down my notes. I don't think Chloe is good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel, she fucking got out. And then she got back in. She got she back left. in. She left. She was free. She was in Rhode Island. She could have been totally free. I was like fist pumping when that happened. I was like, I yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We got to actually okay. go through this movie. We will go in. So it starts with a fucking montage. That covers, like, the first half of summer, and it goes by so quick. Like, you don't even realize the movie started, and they're already, like, spewing plot all over the place. And that's the problem, is because the the timing in these movies is always so confusing. Like, where we are in the course of a year is, you know, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> like, no fucking clue. Um, and in this one, so yeah, we have that montage, so we start off, the last movie ends of graduation day, when they graduate. That's the one blessing, my mind has blessed me with the ability to immediately forget anything that happens in a Kissing Booth movie the moment they end. So I have no memory of the first or second movie, and I'm grateful for that. Um, we like sat through and tried to remember everything before we watched the third one, because we weren't watching the other two. <laughs> um, cause last time we watched the first one before the second one, and that was the worst time of my life. And also, the whole time, unknowingly, I was being exposed to COVID. <laughs> Oopsie! <laughs> Whoops! We found we found um, the kissing booth caused COVID. I'm just, I'm just in a pets. silly, goofy mood. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So the last Speaking movie, of, yes, wouldn't Elle be a anti-vaxxer? Oh, absolutely. Like, I was surprised when she said video games, because I'm like, uh, no, you're full on one of those nurses who, like, somehow, for some reason, somehow doesn't believe in science, even though you work in science. She's like the one nurse that was giving people, like, saline shots. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> She's a hundred percent that. Awful, horrible thing to do. Was yeah. not ma- well, making beyond me like a that. crime. 
So the last movie ends on graduation day. So late May, early June. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. And then we have a montage that like spews through like what feels like all of summer. But it maybe was just a week instead. <laughs> it had a weekend, probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it gets to the, the main plot of the movie is that um, the Flynn's, Noah and Lee, have a family beach house that's going to be sold. And they stay there for the entire summer. So now we're Wait, at, okay. we're still at the beginning of summer. And what she I hasn't made ask... a decision on where she's going to college yet. That's not, yeah, one, that's not how it works. You, you're not getting calls all the time. You're not that fucking desirable. If you don't answer by, like, March or May, they're just letting you go. There's, like, no way you can graduate high school not knowing what college you're going to if you yeah. decided to go to a college. Yeah, 100%. Not you a have to decide before then. <laughs> and if you didn't then the colleges are like okay and then they accept people from their wait list they're yeah. not calling you every day like harvard um, is not harvard. calling you <laughs> and uh, my question is how wealthy is this family because not oh, only God. do they have a beachfront mansion they have a second beachfront mansion <laughs> where like their family friend daughter had a her own room in the beach house yeah because Elle had her own room mm-hmm. and like I, I think Elle's supposed to be poor too because she's like I need a job but it's like what you don't have any financial concerns look how much money you're spending doing this bucket list and yeah. you're like casually going to, you're like oh, I guess I could go to Harvard Harvard's fucking expensive not to mention living in Boston yeah, expensive. <laughs> well, I guess they live in L.A., so it's still bad. Yeah, that's true. But I was surprised. Well, okay. I I just was going to jump right to the end, which <laughs> sounds nice. Um, <laughs> oh, thank God we're done. <laughs> Let's talk wigs. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we just do a voiceover and we jump right to... What felt like the end, but then it's just the beginning. And then there's a part during the montage where Noah is becoming friends with Rachel, who is Lee's girlfriend. I believe they never speak to each other. I can't recall <laughs> Not a, a single time. They don't deliver a single line to each other. And then there's a part where Elle says that... Um, Lee was watching Noah becoming friends with Rachel, and she was watching Lee watching Noah becoming friends with Rachel. <laughs> but my favorite part of that montage is at the end, she's like, I watched the San Francisco lights with my two favorite boys. And it's like the three of them, like in silhouette. I'm Where's like, Where Rachel? Is Rachel in this situation? <laughs> Dude, you like, give us a second. Go to the bathroom or something. Yeah, we need like, this. I'm sorry, these are my boys. <laughs> and then they watched the chemistry video from the first movie. That was crazy. Yeah, they just have their own porn. <laughs> and they're just, like, giggling watching it. What is this? That's illegal, even if it's them. Or, I don't know. It's not illegal for you. No, because they were minors, and now they're adults. <laughs> is that so, does it count crime? if it's yourself? 
<laughs> Speaking of sex criminals, but there's he, a few in this movie. Didn't we decide that he was 18 while she was 16? I think so, also, yeah. So he's been a sex criminal. <laughs> and then, of course, they're friends with, like, the guy with the mullet who... When we're introduced to him, he commits a sex crime against Joey K. Oh, yeah, they're just friends. Yeah. And then they make a joke about it later yeah. on. Mm-hmm. But Tubbin is reformed. We were, we were, <laughs> we were discussing this during our watch. And because I, because we we're just like, Tubbin really learned from his mistakes. And like, he for sure is like an advocate for women <laughs> for women's protection and um whatever i didn't like how they cut out the only gays in this it felt <gasps> you're right deliberate because there there the was thing. gays in both the first two movies yeah and uh, they were there but they didn't have any lines and they didn't do anything but, but they that's were not there. important they were there they, but they weren't even, like, kissing, so, like, you can't even tell they're gay, so it's yeah. stupid. And they were but, just cut out of this one entirely. So we have this montage of them doing whatever, doing the trip. Then they ask the parents, they're like, hey, we can move into the house or whatever. Or no, they have a cleaning montage because the parents are like, help clean while we're at this beach house. But also, so there's a montage of that. And but- then... <laughs> There's a montage, after they move into the house and they find the bucket list, there's another montage of them completing the bucket list. So we are 20 minutes and there have been three montages. It's fucking absurd. But it's still somehow June. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's covered seven days. <laughs> three um, montages. But this is what I want to say. It's the summer before you're moving to a different city for college and you look your parents in the eye, your dad in the eyes and say, I'm not going to live with you this summer. That's a mean thing to do. Awful. Awful. And how far away is this beach house that she drives there? I can't tell. All the time. Like, why would you get a beach house that is 30 minutes away? That's stupid. That doesn't really. You live on a beach and you have a full, like full pool. At your house as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't it, it, like if you get a beach house, it's supposed to be like a while away. Like that's the point. Even, you get away. And when I I have a note that says why does she look like that with three exclamation points, but I don't have any recollection of. What. It was probably she probably had a wig on. Probably the wigs. There so, was one scene where she would like it would cut to different angles, and in some of them she had a wig on, and others she didn't. It was wild. Really? Yeah, it was near the end. I was I felt like I was going crazy for a second. Um, yeah. So we kind of keep talking about it, but Joey King or did we talk about it already? She filmed this um both of these the second and third movie, um, kind of right after she filmed the act where she shaved her head. So in order to have long hair for the character she wears wigs the entire movie and i don't remember them being that bad in the second one i don't think which is weird because they're back to back so you think they would just use the same wig so i don't know what the but fuck that's happened. Not what's happening it's, in this movie it's so bad it's so bad it's like i it's can't awful. even describe it um and that's what they chose for that to look like so that's on them <laughs> but um, so um we also learned that their mom's a realtor, apparently. 
Yeah, Molly Ringwald, sorry to me, you're cancelled. Mm-hmm. I will go, I will find something problematic you've done, just because I'm sick of this. Um, and so she tells them, like, that they're selling the beach house because they're going to turn it into a development, which later on she forgets that that's going to happen. Well, like, my thing is, looking at this house, this house is worth, like, five million dollars minimum. Easy. This is an expensive house. Mm-hmm. It's, like, beach front and it's huge and not like oh yeah it's right no it's like there's like maybe maybe 10 feet of sand yeah the ocean yeah it's like there's no you don't have a lawn your lawn is the ocean (laughs) and like they were like oh it'll take three months to sell that place would not take three months to sell that is hot property Uh that is gone the moment the sign goes up right um and then she tells them that they're selling the house, and then L is like, "I vote no. Like, this is not your family's house." <laughs> I know she thinks she's like. The Why main would character. you? You would not have a vote. <laughs> I guess like that's their dynamic, though. I'll defend this. Surprisingly, it's like because yeah. later she's like, "Sorry for addressing this letter, mom, but that's how I feel about you." Yeah, and like, there's a photo of like the three of them as kids hanging up. So. I know, it's funny, like, she gives her a gift, but it's just stolen property from her old house. No, She's the, like, gift, the gift, gift was a photo, a new photo. Yeah, but it's the same frame, so she still stole it. That is true. Um, okay, we talked about, oh, and then, like, they were like, you have to clean out the rumpus room? Which, that sounds like, I was like, what is this, are you the one? Isn't that the name of, like, the sex <laughs> the room they have? <laughs> Where Ellen, Ellen Lee used to hang out. <laughs> um, and that's when we get, yeah, another montage of them cleaning. Because whatever. Um, and I, we just mentioned it, but there's a photo of what's supposed to be Noah, Lee, and Elle as children. However, one of them just straight up looks Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we were looking at that photo, like, there's no way that that's the three of these characters. <laughs> um, and she's she's still deciding, even though it's midsummer. she's like, I don't know which college to go to, Harvard or Berkeley. And I'm glad they addressed this, because for the first two hours of this movie, I'm like, what does this woman want to do with her life? Why is she picking between boys this entire time? And we were like, we've talked about that in the other two movies, that she... Lee and Noah both love controlling her. Mm-hmm. But she also is very codependent on both of them. Very much so. Um. So yeah, I'm glad that eventually... Because it was like... <laughs> what I am glad that they addressed it. Because the whole movie is like, do I want to go to Berkeley with Lee or Harvard with Noah? And it's like, one, why did... And then like Lee's mad if she doesn't go there but it's like why did he just get to decide the college yeah i know why then, didn't he study enough to get into harvard why not that yeah and um like why did she get into harvard because she seems she, really fucking stupid noah fucking couldn't for sure but you know oh, no chance. his parents were for sure a part of that college scandal a years ago <laughs> they 100 percent got caught molly ringwood is in jail right now <laughs> She's sharing a cell with Lori Loughlin. Yeah. <laughs> you for sure were like, this dumbass kid needs to go somewhere. 
and I have this fourteen billion dollar house on but the it's fucking the same, Santa Monica Pier. At the same time, they address it poorly because it's not like yeah, it didn't ever feel like it was leading up to her realizing he's like, oh, I need to do something for myself. It's like in the last fifteen minutes, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's like, wait, I'm a person. <laughs> and even then, it's not like she picked something that we've seen her do. Did she play video games in the first two movies? I don't remember that ever. Happening. I don't think so. She just played it a couple times in this movie, and that was it. Yeah. Like she I guess you can consider the the dance machine a video game. But that's like different. I don't yeah. know. But like, she doesn't seem really have interests other than being fucking annoying. Her interests are being friends with Lee and fucking Noah. Yeah, like, she doesn't have passions, hobbies, any of that. She doesn't have a personality, except and for annoying. To skip ahead, this annoyed me. During her, like, video game school interview or whatever, they're like, what video game ideas do you have? And she suggests something that is not a video game in any way, shape, or form. And, like, I agree. This is, what, is, what are you talking about? This is not business school. You were applying to be a creative, and you were giving... You're gonna be, like, she's gonna be a fucking landlord. That's what she's meant to be. Is like to exploit people from their own money because that's all she apparently thinks about. And that's all that was. That's all I her know. idea was. It wasn't. It wasn't a video game. I felt like I was going crazy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, and also that's a good idea. That outfit she wore for a college interview. Was horrible, horrible. Awful. She would have been kicked out of the room <laughs> before she, right when she walked in, Literally. wearing. Like a crop top? A crop top and black skinny jeans and a weird crocheted shawl. It was horrible. So anyway. anyway. Just had to get that off my chest. And apparently being... No, we gotta save that for the end. Okay, there's also a a sideline, a side storyline where Lee meets a friend at a party that is also going to Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And there, I know we just said there's no gay people, but you cannot tell me those two were not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I think it's after they moved and like he was broken up with Rachel. They definitely explored each other's bodies. Okay, yeah. So we just he just needed time to be separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it was because they definitely were like roommates, and it's like, oops, only one bedroom's available. <laughs> I was rooting for a Marco Noah enemies to lovers plot. <laughs> oh, that would be good. That would have changed everything for the Especially better. like at the beach volleyball scene where they're like in their each other's faces. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, kiss. <laughs> well, the, the one thing about like Lee's new friend though is like one, Elle's being fucking horrible because she's like, I'm not going to be in Berkeley with you. You need new friends. And then he makes a friend and then she gets jealous. And she's like, mad about fuck it. Fuck off, you horrid horrid we need new more powerful slurs because the ones we have aren't powerful enough to describe how much i hate l evans <laughs> yeah uh, it's like i i usually like make the joke it's like when i want to listen to misery business by paramore it's like turning my feminism off that also applies to the kissing booth movies <laughs> i become a meninist watching these. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time someone presses play on a kissing booth movie, the feminist movement just takes like a hundred steps back. <laughs> like you can you can't vote now that you've seen it. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, but like Lee, anyway, Lee, 
or Ella's mad that Lee has a friend, even though she's not going to school with him. Mm-hmm. And he needs friends. And she's mad about it. But there is a part where... <laughs> although it was fucked up when he, like, went and... Because oh, we kind of skimmed over this, but they had a bucket list of, like, the best summer ever that they found in the beach house. And now... Yeah. They're doing it because she chose Harvard. I think she chose Harvard at this point. She chose Harvard, finally. Um, so... And it's very clear from the beginning that she's doing this to make Lee feel better about her not going to heart, like not going to Berkeley with him. And then later on, he's like, "I bet you just did this to soften the blow." And then she's like, oh, "I can't believe you said that." It's like we all know that the whole uh, movie, like, we know that that's what you were doing. Was that not crystal clear to everybody? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that was a voiceover where you're like, "If I do this, it'll be better." Yeah. <laughs> um. And I've, I noticed that about Elle, too. She never once asks anybody else about themselves. It's always about her. Yeah. Um, and I do want to say, one of the bucket list items was to give... No- a lot of them were, like, mean to Noah adjacent. Because <laughs> it was written when they were, like, seven or something. Yeah. So that's... I get it. Um, but one of them was, like, to give him an atomic wedgie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she like gave him a hug to trap him, and then Lee did it. But there is no way that a character like Noah was wearing that underwear. <laughs> you One, think he'd was... be wearing something a little hot and sexier? <laughs> well, beef? kind of, but also like they're so fucking rich. He is not wearing Hanes. Off, yeah, Hanes cotton blend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing Calvin Klein boxer briefs for sure. For sure. And not gray Hanes boxers that are like four <laughs> to five times bigger than him. <laughs> I didn't I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. It took me right out of the realism. <laughs> for me, that was the moment they lost me. <laughs> <laughs> it took three movies. <laughs> Um, I um it also like to be seven years old and make a list entitled "Things to Do Before We Move to College" is bizarre. <laughs> Kids don't care about college. Yeah, I don't know. And it was stupid. Just stupid. <laughs> it's all stupid. I it could have just been the best summer bucket list or whatever summer yeah, bucket list. Why the did perfect you have to make it about college? Mm-hmm. Um. And, okay, so this entire movie, Noah's mad, but I genuinely can't really figure out why. Who's mad, Lee? Noah. He's like, Noah. he's mad at Elle, but like, I really don't understand why. Like, he's... it's kind of that she's like still kind of friends with Marco, but it's like, that's not enough to be as angry as he gets. I think it's because. Because they kissed during the second movie. Yeah. While they were dating. So he che- she cheated on Noah with Marco. Oh, dude. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Because she kissed him at the end of, like, the... When they won that stupid fucking competition for DDR. Oh. Oh, and that comes back. So she kissed him and he was there to support her. And then she kissed another man in front of him. So he still bitter about that. And so I think the idea was, like... He was like, they moved past that, but he was like, but don't hang out with him anymore. Oh, yeah, that is pretty rotten of her. And then she was like, no. 
<laughs> and then he was like, hey, he's still around. Can he not be? And she was like, no. <laughs> How dare you ask me that? So that's she, why. She, I mean, I, it was, it, I, I honestly, it was a valid reason for him to be mad at her. It's with colleges too. She's like, I just need to keep my options open. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and also the fact, oh, no, okay, so I'm sorry. They had live at Berkeley together on their before summer or before college bucket list. That is college. I know. Don't put that on there. <laughs> it's just unachievable. What are you doing to yourself? And also, so there's the first time Marco's introduced is because she has this job at a, at a restaurant or whatever. And um, Marco's family goes to dinner there. And she goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he's just like eating <laughs> um but she like hugs his little sister and his mom or whatever and i'm like how does he how does she know his family when did you guys become friends yeah <laughs> like you only guys you guys only talked in school in ddr was there more going on than we knew about did you really really cheat on him <laughs> more than once at his home um so yeah then they he blows up on L. Noah does, and is like, "Stop hanging out with Marco." And then he later apologized. And I, I don't know. I think he has a valid reason to be mad. That's fair. And I don't remember what it is, but my notes just say Jacob is fully phoning it in right now. <laughs> I mean, his entire performance. He is counts. not present. <laughs> um. Oh, ugh, I just got cringed. Because <laughs> I just remembered, there's like a part where she talks to Noah in a full-on baby voice. And it's so unnerving. Ugh, I'm glad I didn't realize that was happening. I don't even remember what she, like, what the words were, but like the tone and voice. I'm like, you can't do that when you are three feet shorter than the person that you're dating. Because <laughs> you just okay. look like a child already. Three we three add that to reasons why um, this is actually grooming and is improper. One, he's two years older than her. Mm-hmm. Two, he's like three feet taller than her. To me, that's fetishizing a child. And she literally talks in a baby voice to him. Mm-hmm. And but on the other hand, she full on consistently and constantly gaslights him. So maybe they do belong together. <laughs> yeah. One groomed, one gaslit. <laughs> They're both girl bosses, though. <laughs> I'm girl bossing here. <laughs> I, that is a great point. She does gaslight him throughout pretty much every movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She lies. She loves to lie. Oh, sh- oh, and she gaslights Lee, too. All the time. Marco, everybody's getting gaslit here. <laughs> Um, but she she likes wakes up every day. It's like, whose reality can I manipulate today? My father's, sure. <laughs> this random nice lady that's trying to date my dad. <laughs> She's that's maybe L at her worst. She's being so rotten to that woman for no reason. Your mother's been dead for ten plus years. <laughs> maybe am I being insensitive about having a dead mom? Yes, but guess what? You don't seem to really care about your dead mom that much anyway. You didn't even care during the montage about it. I know. You, all she got was a montage from <laughs> That's not love. All we got was a said goodbye to mom. Anyways, <laughs> Noah was hot at the funeral. 
<laughs> like, how can we care if you don't? <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a part where Leah and his Berkeley friend walk away to go somewhere. <laughs> and they did, like, a jump thing and did, like, a kick behind the back. Did you see this? I did. I did see that. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And that, that was, was the moment I was, was like, good. you can't tell me that they're not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then he went with that Berkeley friend and did a list item without L. And that was pretty, that was fucked up. He shouldn't have done that. Nah, he, um, I think it's fine. Because L's not showing up to half the stuff anyway. That is true. She's, like, so busy being a bad friend or g- girlfriend, she, like, stumbles into being a bad friend or girlfriend to the other one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, she truly has no skills. So let me get to the bucket list item that involved, for some reason, was needed. they needed Marco's help at the water park to ride go-karts. I don't know why. Or was that a separate thing? I don't... It seemed like it was the like, same Like, you thing. can just, like, go on a go-kart. You don't need to, like, ask permission. You can just buy it. So and first they... of all, they are almost straight up murdering children on these go-karts. Not everyone in that race was with you guys. Like, you would be banned from the water park for the dangerous activities that are going on. Literally, like, throwing shit at people trying to drive a go-kart. And strangers. That's fucking strange. Yeah, so they all dressed up like Mario characters. And of course, Lee was Princess Peach because that's the one thing we know about him from the first movie is that he likes to cross dress. That's it. And they asked Noah to dress up as Wario, and he said no. And then Marco came dressed as Wario. So then he was like, let me go beat Marco. But they also had headsets. Like, this was an official fucking race. I know, like a drone? What is going on right now? I have a, a quote someone said this is embarrassing and this is but the second one was him they weren't acting whoever said it they looked around that's, and that's, said that's what that notice that's what that notice you're exactly right <laughs> it was <laughs> it was like something of like noah was yelling at um l about um I think after the go-kart race and said, this is embarrassing. And then he repeated it and said, this is embarrassing. I was like, that was for sure just Jacob talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a question. Like, would the, we'll talk about that later, actually. Um, okay. And then there's like also this reoccurring bit that Leah's helping Elle while she's at work at this restaurant to the point where at some point he's fully behind the kitchen counter making food. Help That's not a thing hazard. you can do. Why is he doing this? I don't understand. Is it to spend time with her? I guess. Like, talk about, she's going to be the landlord if he's going to be, like, exploited. <laughs> that man is meant to be an office drone that never, like, asks what his uh, co-workers make. So he ends up making, like, $5 an hour less than everybody else. Because <laughs> he's such, like, a little yes man. And then, like, to the point where he was like, I'm going to go hang out with my friend, and I'm not going to do your work for you while you're at work. And she was, like, mad at him. And it's like, I... he he's already done way too much for you. <laughs> um, And it's at that point, like, Noah yelled at her for having Marco be in the race dressed as Wario. And Lee's goes and hangs out with his friend instead of doing her job for her and then she falls and drops a plate of whatever and then is talking to Marco and this is when she, she had like her breakdown she goes everyone is coming at me at once <laughs> 
And that's uh, why every throughout the rest of the movie, we just kept going, everyone is coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you are doing most of this. <laughs> and then especially, okay, so then one of the things on the list is to do a flash mob. Ugh. And the night that they're going to do that, she goes to the beach house and Noah set up this like beachside candlelit dinner for her. And she's like, oh, sorry, I have to go do a bucket list item with Lee. Um, and then leaves. And then she goes and does um, the flash mob. But she invited Marco. I know. It's like one. Hi, there's no way they're training for a flash mob. And Noah isn't aware of the date that it actually would occur. And but more just invite that, him. More importantly than that, a flash mob in 2021, those people would be booed. Yeah, they would Nobody not get like flash mobs. They would not get an applause after. And one, it's like at a fancy restaurant too. No. That's a whole insane no. place to do it. And one. just literally she blew off Noah to go to this flash mob thing which he very easily could have been at even if he didn't learn the dance, he could have been at the table. Yeah. And instead easy. you invite Marco. But so I'm assuming they like made reservations. They robbed these poor waitresses of their tips cuz you know they didn't order anything oh, and yeah. ran out. They literally just like they've had to have turned away paying customers because the tables were full because of these fucking kids. Yeah. Horrible. Can't stand them. Um And then like after she gets home that night and to the beach house and Noah's sleeping and she like takes the pillow because she, like, can't get in bed with him because he's already asleep. It's like, yes, you can. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know why that had to be a problem. Like, you can just... No, they may just make bed. problems for themselves because they get... I don't know. They're all sociopaths. And that's why I just wrote this relationship is toxic immediately after that. That's the other thing. You don't want them to end up together. No, they don't... They are awful together. And it's like... <laughs> For a while, you were, like, rooting for Chloe and, um, Noah, but, like, she's a lesbian. For sure. Yeah. She's, she and Rachel deserve each other, and they can just go have whatever. And like, Marco and Jacob. Move to the East Coast, be free I'm of sorry. all this. Marco and Noah and Chloe and Rachel and Lee and Elle are forever alone. Yeah. Um, At this point, they deserve it. I'm not rooting for them to be happy. No. Absolutely not. I like it when bad things happen to Elle. When she fell and things landed on her, that was the best scene because it was actually funny. That was great. Um, and like when Elle <laughs> cries, I, I giggle. <laughs> um, there was a part where Elle and Noah are having sex. <laughs> my friend just so casually goes, well, Jacob probably doesn't even have to worry about getting a boner. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost our minds. <laughs> We say that as is, as it's as if it's not his ex girlfriend. <laughs> there's no way it can't be. <laughs> I like it, the publicity stunt thing. I, I believe that. In what world does that man like that woman? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Um. Oh, and then Noah finds that she also got accepted into Berkeley because. Her lying at the beginning was that she got waitlisted to both, and then instead of telling Lee 
that she chose to go to Harvard. She just said that she didn't get into Berkeley and she only got into Harvard, which if you got yeah. into Harvard, you probably also got into Berkeley. I, that's, that's what I was thinking, too. But um, it's like, why would she bring her college acceptance letter to her vacation house? That's an insane thing to do. And she brought both of them. Yeah, that's Why weird. would you pack that in your bag for the beach house? I don't know. For plot reasons, obviously. Yes. Um, oh, and then, like, Marco and Noah are playing volleyball against each other, and then Noah, like, spikes Marco in the face. And they get in each other's... But also, when he did hit him in the face, in the movie they were like, oh, like Noah's team won. But when he hit him in the face, the ball came back over the net, which means <laughs> Marco scored. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, like, you you didn't get a point on that. Like, you hit him in the face, great, but, like, you lost a point because his face scored against you. Anyways. <laughs> oh, it's, it's very funny to me that he... When Marco punches him, everyone's like, how could you intentionally hurt him? As if Noah didn't just intentionally hurt Marco with that spike. That was oh, very absolutely. purposeful. <laughs> um, so then they're like fighting at each other, and this is when I was like, kiss, kiss, kiss. And this is also the moment where I was like, oh yeah, I forgot like Noah's character is supposed to have anger issues, and that's a thing. <laughs> I forgot all about it as well. Because they just don't exist. And then Marco punches him, and then she's mad. Um, and then, so there's a side plot where her dad is dating this woman, and she is just rotten to this poor lady just trying to date her dad. And has Horrible. a good relationship with her little brother, and everything is fine. And to the point where she literally was like, you don't belong here. She throws a little tantrum over a monopoly You're forcing piece. yourself into our lives, which just isn't true. Yeah, I know. And um, it's like, why would she not, if the, if she was an old friend of her mom's, why would she not, like, know her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was so surprising. Um, and then her dad tells her off, and he's like, why don't you ever think about anyone besides yourself? And it's like, yes, King, go off. <laughs> Although he's also a bad actor, but it's fine, because he's telling off Joey King, so we'll take it. Um, and then, uh, the great scene where... Noah broke up with Elle. Great. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I literally wrote, I love him breaking up with her. Don't take it back. Don't take it back. Well, it's it's funny to me because she's like, I know exactly where he is. And he's at the Hollywood sign where they like fucked the first time. But Again, it was at least two days later. Was it not? He, where did, like, where, she where went was to work. He? <laughs> where was he? Was he there for two days? What was that? And also like, again... Not only is it extremely difficult to get to the Hollywood sign, like, physically at the Hollywood sign, it's also very, very illegal. <laughs> <laughs> that is trespassing. Unless you're turning it to Hollyweed, then it's fine. Um, and then, so sh they, like, are removing, like, the DDR thing from the pier or whatever, and of course, Elle was also late to that, so then Elle and Lee had a fight. And was literally like, why aren't you fighting for our friendship? <laughs> like, I can't. Um, and that was, they just had a fight. And that was about it. I don't really care enough more. But there's a there's a part where, this is when I turned on Chloe. Because also Chloe's there and her parents are getting divorced. And that's just also a thing. <laughs> yeah. And Chloe tells Elle that she is a brilliant woman. 
And I was like, okay, Chloe's bad. <laughs> but where, where's, where's the material? Where is the proof? At what point has she, is she smart? <laughs> when, have, when have you personally, as a person, seen this occur? That's no. what I want to know. Show me the receipt. Because we haven't, and we're in her first person. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rachel overhears, and is like, great idea. I should break up with Lee. And I was like, yes, queen, do it. Uh, Run. Yes, fight for yourself. Maybe, if, if honestly, if she hadn't gotten back together with Lee at the very end, I would have, she would have been the one to escape my blacklist. But no. Yeah, no. She, she ruined it. <laughs> and the other thing is like, Lee is so fucking toxic as a human being. He is Horrible. like manipulator 101. He could teach the fucking college course. Um, he's awful. And so I was literally like, he's definitely the kind of guy to like flip a switch and like attack the people he loves. A hundred percent. He's and, violent. And that like, he's just on the verge of tears this entire fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> or he's high. It's either or. I don't really sure, but they're always red. Um. So she, Rachel breaks up with him and leaves, but unfortunately comes back later. But then Noah and Lee have a conversation where Lee's like, I know you and uh, Elle broke up or whatever. And Noah says something like, I'll always protect her. And then like, no, Lee responds and says something, that thing you said earlier about protecting her. And it's like, you mean the thing he just said? Like, the sentence that you are currently responding to. Oh, oh, wait, I forgot to mention the one part where she calls Lee, like, you're a five-year-old. Can I get a hippo? Can I get a hippo for hypocrite? Because what the fuck? You are a child. You act like an infant always. You guys are both (laughs) five-year-olds. You have no real-world skills. So don't... That is the most ridiculous insult I've ever heard in my entire life. And then during their fight, he's like, what about rule number 19? Which is like, they need to go to the same school together. And she's like, don't you dare bring that up. (laughs) I I can't. You govern your lives by these lives, by these childish rules. And that's the only conflict is your made up rules that don't matter. And like later, so when they like make up with each other, um... They, the reason the way like Elle makes it up to him is by adding a new rule that is always call your bestie when you miss them and then he goes I love it thank you but it's like again if you were friends you wouldn't need to write that down as a yeah. fucking rule yeah cause you know what you could just call your friends it's not hard my favorite I mean we've talked about this I think in both fucking episodes but it's like uh, one rule is like always be happy for your best friend your besties successes that is just called being a friend. <laughs> Why did you need to write it down? I can't. Like, would you not be if it wasn't a rule? That's disturbing. <laughs> Honestly, I bet it would be. I bet that's not a first thought in their minds. <laughs> um, and I don't even remember what happened, but I just wrote j- that Jacob looked like he was in physical pain. <laughs> Again, just the whole movie. And, um... That part where uh, he was, like, rubbing her ass at the beginning. Oh, Ooh. disgusting. That, that, that made me really uncomfortable. So then there's, like, a part where... So after she gives him the, the rules, um, Lee is driving off to Berkeley, which, again, in a convertible, that's not enough room for stuff. Also, you're moving in as a freshman. You're not moving in by yourself. 
There's room for a surfboard in your small convertible of things. Yeah, why aren't your parents moving you in? Do they not like you? <laughs> I well, I don't think they do. <laughs> um, and I sure wouldn't. There's a, the dad is gone. He's the only one that gets it. Lee and Noah's dad is like, I fucking hate my life. He's fully <laughs> he, gone. He's full on having an, a second family. Because remember when in the first movie Noah moved into Harvard with just his motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're so rich. He probably just bought all new things there. <laughs> Yeah. I can see that for them. Um, and, uh, so there's this weird thing where it's, like, through the ages where they show, like, Elle as, like, there's, like, a bunch of different versions of her, like, as a kid, and they do the same thing for Lee, and it is the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's so weird. <laughs> um, and then... Like, it's supposed to make us sad or nostalgic, but, like, these aren't things we've ever seen before, so we don't care. <laughs> um... So then she doesn't sell the house. Surprise. Um, Which is funny because now all these people are moving away to college. It's like they don't even need it anymore. They don't need the house. Because apparently, from what I've gathered from the end of the movie, they didn't meet each other once during any summer, it seems. Yeah, so you literally like lost out on millions of dollars. I mean, again, yeah. they didn't need it. Because like, that's definitely the first time Noah and Elle saw each other since... After they both graduated college. But, like, what about Summers? What what was going on then? Yeah, because then we, like, fast, flash the fast forward six years or whatever. And now Elle has a pixie cut, which is <gasps> her this, real hair. It's her real hair. That was her real hair. It looks so fake. It's her real I hair. I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> I, sent, I, sent, I saved a Snapchat that I sent Lauren as soon as it came out that we will tweet out. Of my in real time reaction to seeing Joey King with this goddamn haircut. It's her and hair. It's her hair. That ruins me even more than I thought it could. <laughs> it's awful. She looks insane. And I think she's that's wearing awesome. a blazer just, <laughs> just yeah. randomly. So they like, which, by the way, it's like literally like the last 10 minutes in the movie, and you're like, oh, right, kissing booth. That's supposed to be a thing. <laughs> Uh, for and a they, second, I was so relieved. I'm like, thank God there's not a kissing booth. And so they're full-on graduated from college, and they decide the cute, fun thing to do would go to their high school festival. That's pathetic. Alone. 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 Let's not forget that. At least, like, Lee and Rachel were together, because they're engaged now for some fucking reason. At least they were like, let's go to the carnival. No. Elle and Noah just went alone. <laughs> and she was wearing a blazer, and he was wearing a full fucking suit. Why? At a high school carnival. <laughs> it's so lame. Um, and also and then, there's a part where they, like, take a photo. <laughs> this is, like, kind of skipping around. It's not during this fast-forward scene. But then when um, Jacob Lordy walks away, you can see the bottom of his feet, and they are pitch black. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and... He's, like, super far away, but unless it's, like, a crazy shadow illusion, they are just so dirty. <laughs> Anyways. I just, I really thought the pixie was a wig. It's really upsetting to me. No, I'm almost positive it's her real hair. Wow. Fuck. Um, and then, like, at the end, he, like, tells her, like, don't forget me. It's like, you guys were, like, family friends. 
Oh, that was before the fast forward. But he was like, don't forget me. But, like, you guys have been family friends for, like, literally your entire lives. Yeah, you've known each other since... You've known Elsa since she was born. Like, you're fine. And I just... I feel sorry for Rachel for having to be back with... But she as she did it to herself. Yeah, oh. she could have... She <laughs> met him, like, a cool art boy, but she didn't. And that's why I hate her now. And there's a part where, like, so then Noah walks away, and then he's, like, above... L and then he like turns around and like the way the background is we were like did he die <laughs> is he a ghost I kind of hope so <laughs> so he can ex- escape the pain of his existence <laughs> <laughs> and then we end with like fucking 20 minutes of bloopers from all three movies oh were they I thought they were just from this one no cause there was like stuff from the kissing booth in the first one I think mm. I don't know so we're done. And two hours later, two fucking hours. Later. Done. I like. I can. We can't stress enough how long this movie feels. And like, I saw Free Guy recently, which is, I think, maybe the exact same length as this movie. You, it could be half as long. That's <laughs> how it feels. Because like, there's no editing going on. Like, the editor and the screenwriter are who, I think, are who to blame for how long this movie feels. Yeah, I agree. Um, should we quickly... Oh, well, I I forgot to bring up the fact that, um, Lee's friend, he just disappears partway through this movie. We literally just just don't mention him at all. Never to be spoken of again. Mm-mm. Just how, like, we kind of forgot to bring up the fact that he does disappear. We forgot about him, too. Yeah, he's just a non-factor. I think because they're just in a full-on relationship at this point, so. Yeah. Um. So, shall we go into segments? Yes. Quickly. So we will be done with the kissing booth forever! Um. Ooh, ooh drinking game you'll need one you'll need one i watched it alone in my room started at midnight i've never been more miserable in my entire life that was a mistake there were a couple moments watching it i had to stand up (laughs) because something happened i just like had to like walk up i had to walk away for a second um i every time she is just a fucking awful person to Linda, this poor woman trying to date her dad. Aww. <laughs> I still feel bad for Linda. Linda, <laughs> you know what? I've decided. Linda is the one who has escaped my shit list. <laughs> That's, she deserves it. Yeah. Um, whoever you are, you, I will allow you to work in Hollywood. Everyone else, you're going down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. I take a nice little sip every time you can see that there's nothing going on behind Jacob Alordi's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing there. Um, take a take a drink for every wig. Ooh, you're starting out dangerous. There's like already a lot of material going on right here. Um. How about, uh, drink every time you check to see how much longer it's left. <laughs> yeah, they could just Is that mean? Is that too much? No. <laughs> I mean, 
Um, definitely drink every time Lee has a absolute overreaction to something. It's all the time. Um, well, I mean, we're we're starting dangerously. I mean, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Do you have anything else? Um, waterfall for every montage. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and these are some long montages, so I'm a sorry. Little- a little sip every time um Lee or no L and Noah are touching each other for like no reason just to do PDA just to terrorize me yeah. as I tweeted last night Joey King is a domestic terrorist <laughs> cause I am in America and I feel like threatened terror has been created fear for fear's sake oh absolutely um have anything else to add or nope All right. other than ooh, 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 ooh. how do you fix this movie unfixable <laughs> I, have we have we done in, have we fully said something's unfixable before I don't know but I don't know. this no. should not exist it shouldn't and there's nothing you can do except for create a time machine and prevent 15 year old whatever her name is from writing this wattpad (laughs) you have one bullet and one time machine um yeah there's nothing there's not a single thing you can do you can it's unfixable it's not camp even it's like i think the first one can be Considered not well, not intentional like, camp. Like not not even like the good like room kind of camp. No, the first like, one I think is more watchable. I mean, I'm still not recommending them. I'm gonna be no, honest. Absolutely not. Um, I feel bad. One of my friends did watch the first one after listening to our episode, and I feel very bad. I was like, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we we fucked up there. We're sorry. <laughs> But um, it, my two favorite Letterbox reviews I saw, one was like, you know how there are movies that are so good that it's, or so bad that it's good? This isn't one of them. <laughs> and another yeah. one said, uh, I wish I was in this movie so I could kill myself in front of the characters and change the trajectory of their lives forever. <laughs> Which I could not relate to more. <laughs> That's how um, you fix this movie. You put me in there, I kill myself. <laughs> That's what it's about now? Yeah. I do have a, I, we considered this question while we were watching it. If, would this series be better at all if it was a different actress besides Joey King? No. Yeah, I don't even think that could help. No, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm less, I'm less mad about that aspect of it, but I'm sure I'd find something else they just, but (laughs) then, then in that situation... Joel Courtney becomes my mortal enemy instead of Joey King. That's all that does. Which we're not good. We're not on good terms with Joel Courtney. No, not at all. But I'm just saying, like, without Joey King there, he gets like even worse. He gets the spotlight for sure. For sure, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Ooh, ooh. I think that's kind of similar to the one I did before. But it's that's fine. fine. We're not good um, at coming. For, for a bit that we try to do different every time, we're very bad at it. We're, we don't. It's the same thing. Um, our awards? Sure. Um, no one gets Dr. I'm, Mom, fuck all of you. You don't deserve it. Yeah, that would be a disgrace on her honor. Yeah. No one gets the Dr. Aunt Mom Award for choices. The Joey King Award for Disexcellence in Acting. I mean... Does it go without saying? Can... Instead, can we just give it to everyone? That was also going to be my suggestion, because I feel like everyone was, like, gunning for this award. (laughs) Yeah, the entire cast, everyone, Rachel, Chloe... Everyone. Linda, I'm sorry, all of you. Um, the dad. The, the dad, brother. everybody. Everyone. Except for, I will spare, um, Lee's gay lover. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I'm kidding. I I'm, won't. That was a joke. I just wanted to bring him up again. <laughs> um, and another award that can't get out is our Alex Moffat Award for misuse or, uh, Miss Potential, whatever the and fuck that was. Molly Ringwald, you could have gotten that for the first movie, but then you kept doing them. And now yeah. look where you are. You're getting the Joey King Award for Disexcellence. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you're proud of yourself. Make this I'm be not. a lesson. <laughs> I've never in my life yelled at a girl like this before. <laughs> Molly, look what you're doing. <laughs> be quiet, Molly. <laughs> okay. Hit me with the transition. Oh. Oh. Um, we're gonna do the ones that I, um, do on a subjective basis, although I am skipping who is this for, because we know who, this is for young teen girls, we know that. But honestly, I've said it really, there's like a line between when people are like, let teen girls enjoy things, and it's like, why not, why don't teen girls deserve good things? How about that? Yeah. Make good things for teen girls. Like mean girls. Yeah. That was a good thing. I mean. Yeah. They're, they're, you can give them good content, <laughs> but um, say a nice thing about this movie. I won't. <laughs> I will quit this podcast instantly rather than do that. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This could be the last episode if you make me. <laughs> I don't even think we Fuck could. Fuck around I and find I, out. <laughs> I couldn't. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't. What could you say? <laughs> I have one I could say, but I'm not going to, because you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't deserve, it. deserve it. No, it doesn't. Um, I am curious what it is, though. I would say, like, at least they, like, when writing the last 25 pages, they're like, oh, wait, Elle's kind of a sexist trope. Maybe <laughs> we give her, a, maybe we let her pick a job for, or college for her job instead of who she's trying to have sex with. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only that's the only good thing. Yeah. Um, and it was too late. So it's not even really a good thing. Yeah. Okay. One last transition and I think that's the good, the bad, the movie, I think. Yeah. Unless we have um segments that I'm forgetting, which is entirely possible. Yeah, we probably are, but let's go on anyway. We're fine. Uh 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 that was just the big time rush one. <laughs> yep, it was. Do you have any? Yeah, okay, my good version of this movie, Two Girls, One Cup. 
<laughs> that is more enjoyable. That is a better use of time to watch that instead of this. I have nothing else to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I really have literally nothing. I nothing I can say is gonna stop. That's just it. We're done. I'm trying to think, because I can't think of a worse movie. Are you kidding me? That's not possible. (laughs) I don't have that. I haven't seen anything worse. No, you're right. I don't think I have either. Because my my bad version was going to be after two, after we collided, or I think that's the second one. But even then, because that one's the more enjoyable bad. So not even... And I just, because I can never think of anything, just googled movies like Kissing Booth, which any good movie on this list is, should feel fully insulted. (laughs) Um, But Blockers was on this, and that's a great (gasps) movie. That's degrading, and now I'm upset at Google. I know. It's fully, oh, to be fair... It says, if you like The Kissing Booth, and then there's a bunch of movies, and then the second one just says comedies. Okay, that's a little better. <laughs> You're on and also it's like fully like down, you have to scroll a lot to find it. Okay, that is all we have, I believe. <laughs> um, thanks for in- indulging us for another Kissing Booth episode. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry are- that... I'm sorry, if you exist, if I don't think you exist, but if you watch this movie just to listen to this episode, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry. so sorry. You're not a real person because nobody listens to this. <laughs> but don't. E- <laughs> just don't. And if if you watch those movies and like them and then found yourself to this podcast, I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes uh, like I'll see TikToks where people are like, everyone's like critiques or like I, I like every movie I watch and like then I'll see all the reviews are bad and then I'll change my opinion it's like I'm sorry but if you enjoyed this what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> that is fucked up there's something wrong chemically Yeah, that is a to... disease <laughs> uh, yeah I would see a doctor immediately <laughs> but um... you can find us at once our Movies or is it pod? I always it's forget. It's one star movies. Okay, one star movies on Twitter. I'm at Leather Velma. I'm at Mala Turnup. Thanks again for. Okay, bye. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>